he pointed out why I hate white women so much, bro. Mm. Because I feel like what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I don't hate uh, white women. Hold on, I gotta. Yeah, okay. Hold on, <laughs> guys, 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 calm down. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 92 of the Empty Opinions Podcast with Eladio Polanco. My name is Eladio Polanco. This week, I have YouTuber Dion Stewart, a.k.a. Not a Critic, on the podcast. And instead of doing a typical conversational episode, we do a spoiler-filled review of season two of The Boys on Amazon Prime Video. This is one of my favorite shows of the year so far, and I just had to geek out over it with him. So this is your spoiler alert. Go watch the show ASAP and come back to join us for our discussion of this second season. Trust me, you won't regret it. And make sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel and follow him on all his social medias. The links for all that are in the description of this episode. Also, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Eladio Talks, E-L-A-D-I-O Talks, as well as the brand at My Empty Opinions to know what is happening in the empty opinions universe if you're listening on apple podcast hello please leave a five-star rating i will really appreciate it and if you leave a review i will read that review at the end of every episode so this way you can be a part of the podcast and finally if you're watching on youtube hello please make sure to subscribe to this youtube channel hit the notification bell to know when new videos come out like this video if you like this video comment your favorite part of this episode down below and share it with your friends if you think they might also enjoy it but that's enough of me talking i've been talking way too damn much so without further ado, let's jump straight into this episode. You ready to start? You ready uh, to go? Any any questions? Any further inquiries that you have before we start? Oh, let's keep going. Oh, shit. Hold on. You, you can't even hear yourself. Say. There you go. All right. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's yeah. good. Um, all right. We can start then. Let's f- fucking go. Welcome to Who the says that? Podcast. Oh, that's... um. What's his name? Um... Who says uh, fuck? I forget the guy that made the reacts videos. Well, Big like, Quint. Who? Big Quint. Big Quint. Remember, you know the fat black guy that oh, reacts yeah, to music. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking go! Like that's what he does. Yeah. All right, we're starting. This is the what episode is this? Episode ninety three, I believe, or ninety two. Something like. I don't fucking remember. It's been a whole lot of episodes. Um, that's how we start this episode. You know what I mean? With a little Dominican flavor. Are you are you Caribbean at all? No, I'm not. Okay. Do you know like your ethnicity? Do you know? I'm trying to find that out. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So as 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 much as you know, you're just black. Yeah. That's basically. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, That's. I feel. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the. Are you like? Are you trying to do like that 23andMe shit or? Yeah, I'm trying to do. Or are you asking like your family like trying to find out? Like, did you ask your mom? Have you asked your mom? Was like, hey, mom. Look. The only thing she told me is that I'm like Cherokee. That's it. Whoa. So you're Native American? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. You know what's so crazy? Like, literally, before we started doing this podcast, I was in a class, and there was this guy talking about how he was, you know, half black, half Cherokee. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. Damn. Are you trying to get in touch with your Native American side? Uh, I got to find out if it's official first. <laughs> right, so that she might just be, she might just be like, oh, I thought, I think we're ch- Cherokee. Yeah, I that's know. basically. Like my great 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 grandfather might have, you know, fucked a, a Native Native American <laughs> yeah. chick, and maybe that's where you're from. Who knows? Okay, that makes sense. All right, look, this episode is gonna be a little different in that I kind of just w- want to talk about shit that I'm watching and listening to. Usually for the main podcast, you know, I try to I try to like 
make it, I guess, like deeper conversations. But I'm at a point where like, I recently was looking at this clip. I posted this clip from an old episode where I was just asking the guest if he sucked toes or not. Like my friend CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> suck your toes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked him. I was like, yo, you suck toes? And it was really funny. And it was like episode 15. It was very early on. And I was just like, let's just go back to the roots and just ask people if, the, if they suck toes or not. Or like... That's interesting. <laughs> no, not 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 that. I mean, yeah. I just mean like like basic like you know. Let me not overthink this shit. You know, let's just have a conversation because, you know, the more I've upgraded, the more I feel like I want to make this like a premium pro- a premium product. You know what I mean? But I feel like let me just talk about shit. You know what I mean? Let's talk about fucking season two of the boys. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! I mean. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that's what this episode is going to be about. Just shit that I've been watching. You know, maybe some pop culture shit. We might talk a little bit of basketball because you're a big basketball fan. And, you know, we're going big to, fan. it's been a lot of shit happening. We're both Sixers fans and realize how much it's sucking right now. But the possibility of it being better. I mean, there's a lot of shit I want to kind of talk to you about. Um, introducing personalized listening with iOS 14 and iPad. So Apple just sent me an email for their podcast app. Looks right. like Apple knows they need to fucking start doing shit with their their podcast it's kind of crazy how every iphone has had that fucking podcast app that shit wasn't even big why the fuck did apple have a podcast player since the very first iphone isn't that weird yeah it's weird that's true i don't even understand that yeah did you see the um the event uh no but i saw they announced the new iphones i mean who gives a fuck i mean is anybody even does anybody even care about getting the new iPhones anymore? Bro, it basically looked the same as yeah, the old iPhone. I feel like I feel like people stopped giving a fuck about iPhones after iPhone ten. Like yeah. iPhone ten I don't know, iPhone X, whatever the fuck you want to call it. iPhone X came out. It's like, oh, this is the new fancy iPhone. And then they've all kind of looked the same since. So now I don't even think people give a fuck if like, yo, I got the iPhone eleven X fucking plus or whatever the fuck they want to call it a pro plus whatever Bro, i still got the same iphone for like four years yeah i got an iphone 8 and um i have no need to um change it yeah the only problem is when you you get to a point where you're like i need to update my iphone and then that's where they fuck you yeah that's where it <laughs> gets really slow and then that's a problem and then you're just like ah oh, fuck me um <laughs> i might need to get a new iphone because yeah i just fucked up my iphone um uh, Dion, what's your last name? Stewart. Stewart. Dion yeah. Stewart's in the fucking podcast. Uh, well, I'm also known as a critic. Not a critic. Not a critic. I was about to say you you made it clear that you're not a critic, bro. You can <laughs> yeah. just call yourself a critic now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, really not a critic on Instagram, right? Yeah, not on a, Instagram and not a critic on, on Twitter. On, yeah, on Twitter, I'm on YouTube. Yeah, not a yeah. critic. Just put that in there. He's not a critic, like I said. You almost alienated your whole fan base by saying you're a critic. I don't know if you knew that, but as soon as you say I'm a critic, yep. I bet you, you know what? all that your fans were like, wait, what? <laughs> I thought you were not a critic. Like, that's what they were thinking in their heads. But yeah, you make a, you, you've recently started your YouTube channel. You put a lot of fucking content in there, you know, reviews, reactions, you know, all that shit. And your editing, bro, your editing is my favorite type of editing. Oh, it's great that. edit. It's fucking funny, bro. It's that kind of editing. Like, do you remember when I was trying to get like ask you like how much like to edit one of my videos? Because I mean, that's the kind of edit in my head that I want to do. But right. I'm just so busy right now. I cannot start fucking around like with the dissolves and the fucking moving yeah, yeah, yeah. the shit in and like trying to like motion track like a face on something. And I don't even understand memes that well. You know what I mean? Like the best, the best kind of. I think I, remember I made like two memes when I was like 15. Like that shit where you put the caption and there's like a picture on it. Right. It was like, um, 
I remember trying to do that, and those memes were fucking trash. Ever since then, you know what's so crazy, bro? Can I tell you what's so crazy? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, if you want to be a successful content creator, you need to use memes. You need to know how they work. You need to understand them, and you need to make them yeah. because that's what goes viral, right? So, right. like, if you make a like, like you see all these videos, um, you know, RDC RDC World yeah, is RDC doing World, right, yeah. uh, Long Beach Griffey, Caleb City, like those are all. You know, they're sketches, but it's technically a meme. You know what I mean? Right. So you kind of have to do that now. And I don't know how to do that, but you know, and that's why you're going to have a fucking very successful YouTube channel. Um, and in that YouTube channel, you talk about shit that you watch. And for this episode, we're going to talk about shit that we've watched. And mainly, I want to talk about season two of The Boys. We recently, we both saw it. Recently, the finale came out. This is going to be a spoiler alert. Um, do I have a sound for spoiler alert? Let me see. I don't think so. Um... Let's do this. Uh, this is the sound for for spoiler alert. <laughs> this completely doesn't make sense. I just have random sounds here. You know what I mean? Like that one's pretty useful, actually. Thunder. I don't know why. Foghorn. Last break. This is random shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a regular alarm. Alarm? Yeah. No. That's what's crazy about. It. I mean, come on. That should be one of the fucking. Uh, maybe I I got I have this. Alright, that's cool. <laughs> I guess that works. That might work. Yeah, you know, spoiler work. alert, it might be also racist. You know what's crazy? Um I've actually no. I've never had an Asian guest on my podcast, but whenever I do I would play that sound effect. Like to start off the show. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Man. laughs> Yo, people would be so fucking mad. Uh talking about being mad, actually, before we get to the boys season two, um, I've been practicing accents. Oh, okay. What accents do you uh, practice? Um, all of them. So throw me an accent, and then I'm going to do it. Uh, and, you know, the reason I'm doing this segment is because I want to get canceled before I'm even popular. So I'm going to do the most racist fucking accents. Let's see. if I, You know what it is? I mean, the thing about accents, bro, if you think about it, is it racist if it's accurate? Uh, it depends how you sound. <laughs> That's why this is going to be a tie rope walk. Yeah. But I just think, you know, if you're trying to actually sound like those people, I don't think that should be racist, right? Like, what makes an accent racist? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, because, I mean, you know, let's let's go with this. Is we just played the gong sound, right? Like a typical Asian person. You know, if you start, let me, like, let me try to do an, a Chinese uh, impersonation. All right, I'm preparing myself. Um, hold on, I'm bright. Hold on, I'm gearing up. I'm trying to think because I, I think I tried to do that like earlier this week. Like, let me just see if I can do this. Um, actually, no, let's go with something less racist, but still kind of no, let's go with something that nobody gives a fuck about a British accent. I mean, you could do a British accent, nobody's gonna say you're racist, you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, uh let me do a, a British accent. Um, um, uh, <laughs> bro, I was about to say hello, governor. <laughs> Which is the most racist? I mean, nobody gives a fuck about racism towards British people. Who gives a fuck? You know what I is mean? It, nobody is, cares. Is it racist to say you're British or sounding British? Because if you do a, a bad, if I say hello, governor, that's very racist. But we don't see it that way because it doesn't matter. You know what I was thinking, bro? Actually, I think almost every other accent is sexy besides like a Hispanic accent. Hello, like like a, like a Mexican. Hello, bro. How you doing, bro? You doing good? Uh, right like that. that. <laughs> <How they sound? laughs> 
to me that's how they sound yeah. but like I, I was just thinking about that like a long time ago I was thinking like the only accent that's not sexy is like like the Hispanic accent or maybe I'm wrong actually no I'm wrong because women fight like Spanish guys like that accent like they're Spanish wait, wait, what's it what, how, do, how do they do the accent um uh uh, uh with it with the f right like they, they have the lisp like oh welcome to España. my name is radio blanco <laughs> like right like some women find that sexy i don't remember what accent was it that i was thinking that it was like if you do it people think you're stupid it sounded like um the dude from napoleon Dom might <laughs> what, what i just did <laughs> yeah i've never seen it wait have i napoleon i think i've seen it but I, like when i was like seven i don't even remember i just i think it, it was playing on adult swim yeah um that's where i think i saw it yeah it was napoleon dynamite and his best friend that's where you saw like a, like some titties right you saw titties there was titties in that movie no yeah oh wait hold on hold on no 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 i think i'm thinking the wrong movie bro which one movie are you talking i about? think i'm i'm thinking of the black exploitation movie are you talking about the white awkward guy yes that's not the movie I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking of the black exploitation. Oh, film. you're talking about Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Okay. Yeah, all right, we're talking about two different things. All right, never, never I was mind. like, never have you seen Black Dynamite? I saw bits and pieces. I of think it. the '80s one. There was a scene was like they showed these titties to this woman. That's when I knew I was straight. I was like five. I was like, oh. I love these titties, and I was like, okay, that was like my my sexual awakening. Never seen Napoleon Dynamite. Is oh, that man. funny? Is that is that a good movie? Is yeah, that it is definitely funny. It is okay. Yeah. Because apparently this like polarizing, no? Like the movie's like polarizing. I don't think people. I don't, I don't think I ever heard someone say it's bad. It's just really funny. Well, I think it's th- the type of humor. I think certain people find it polarizing. Yeah, like that's it, true. Certain people probably don't find it funny. People have their preference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, that's all I know about it. I've never seen it. There's a lot of shit I haven't seen, but one thing that I have seen is The Boys season two. Let me go back to that. All right. You know, I tried my hardest to like be super offensive, and I just couldn't do it. Um, I try to fucking do an accent. Where the fuck did that come from? Like, I'm trying to have fun. Look, look, here's the thing with this podcast. Like, now I'm fucking tired of this, like, fucking weird box that I put myself in where, like, now I have to try to make it interesting. I'm done with that, bro. Like, now I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to invite random people and just talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about, which is how this podcast started. Like, I recently tried to put myself in this corner. Like, I want to have more, like, intellectual people. I want to have, like, adults on the podcast, like, like, like more mature people. I said, you know what? Fuck that. You know what I mean? I'm just going to talk about whatever the fuck I'm going to talk about. And I want to talk about The Boys season two because that season was fucking amazing. So, again... Um, spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert, uh, we're going to talk about the boys season two and spoiler fucking all spoiler details. Uh, what did you think of the ending? Let's talk about the ending first, because that's the thing that's on my mind. I've seen no less than 20 reaction videos on YouTube about the season finale, because it has to be one of the better season finales I think I've ever, I've ever seen like ever. I definitely agree. And, uh, yeah, the ending really surprised me. Oh, this is a spoiler. Of course, it's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that government lady, uh, what's her face? Victoria Newman. Yeah, Victoria Newman. She's one of the soups that has the power to explode people. And it just caught me off guard. Like, I thought it would be the the host of the church. I thought it would be him. But it ended up being Victoria Newman the whole time. So, that was really one of the best endings uh, for a TV, yeah, that was the, that was one of the most shocking, yeah, for yeah, sure. Because everybody, shocking. I think they wanted you to think of like the church, um, 
Like, especially with the Fresca shit. I think that was a red herring, obviously. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, oh, here's a Fresca. Here's a Fresca. It was like, there's definitely something in that Fresca. There still might be, but I think they did that shit on purpose to plant this seed for theories. Like, oh, the church. They're going to be, like, the big bad at next season. Right. Like, they're the, they're the ones that are working behind the scenes, and then know the fucking heads explodes. One of the better twists I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, right. what? <laughs> like any anybody who sees that is like what like it, they, they just don't they, they don't believe it it's completely out of left field but besides that i definitely enjoyed the twist but i think the thing that got me the most is just how emotional i got yeah like it was definitely a it was way more of emotional of an ending that you would think for the boys because i don't remember ever being on the fucking verge of tears with this show you know what i mean like it's always been like a edgy show it's always been a very violent it's always been like you know, kind of smart in its depiction, but I, 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 I've never. That's like a new gear to, it, it unlocked, and I think that's why it's so good. It's like, oh, now we can we're like gonna cry about these characters, and I think just the the way that that played out, right, with the mom Becca dying and the yeah. son killing her, it's like it's almost like, and this is my favorite thing about all shows. It's like it all comes back in a very satisfying way because if you think about it. What? How did the season start it? Or what was one of the things we find out early, like episode three or four? Episode four, I think, that she said that she would kill herself if they kill if if Omlander tried to take her kid away. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. And you know that kind of thing is basically foreshadowing. She didn't kill herself, but she did die when Homelander tried to take the kid away. You know what I mean? So that played. I mean, those mics pick up anything, so it doesn't matter. Um. But yeah, that's the thing that was shocking. It was like it's a lot of stuff that came back around in in that in ways you wouldn't expect. Like even when Becca, like this is just smart writing. Like even when Becca finds where uh, Butcher is staying at, right? They he tells her that early in the beginning of the season when they first meet. Yeah, he tells her. Yeah, I've been staying like in the bunker of this you know pawn shop in New York. Even that, you think that's just like throwaway dialogue. But even that comes back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just everything they did this season. Here's a major complaint that I've seen a lot of people talk about this season. Um, that, like, Homelander, like, everybody was disrespecting Homelander this season. Like, he wasn't as big, like, a, as big of a force. No, I disagree. I disagree. Well, they yeah. were saying basically because a lot of people were, like, stepping up to him. Like, you saw Storm Stormfront, obviously, like, challenging him. Right. You saw, obviously, the fact that the the butcher kind of walked away with the kid, right? Uh, um, um, Maeve stepping up to him, like a lot of people were kind of stepping up to him. But I think, why do you disagree that he wasn't as big a, a, as scary as he was? That's the thing that a lot of people are saying that he wasn't as scary in season two as he was in season one. Why do you disagree? I disagree because his presence alone is just intimidating. Yeah. Like the first, I think was it the first episode when they met that daredevil kid. <sighs> Bro, I think people forgot about that scene. Yeah. The people who are, I think because it's very early in the season, obviously. So right. much happens. But yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. That was crazy, bro. Like, this motherfucker's like bleeding pools of blood. I was but, but, like, but, what? But look, before that, right? Yeah. He just being all like friendly and corporate and all that. Yeah. With his assistant. And he's like, oh, hey, kid. Yeah, you know? being all nice and shit. It's like, yeah. tell him, was like, you know, you you represent what we want out of superheroes in this world, and the kid is about to cry. It's like this is such a big compliment, especially coming from you. And, and when he was like questioned, I was like, oh, oh shit. man, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking. I've never. That's such a crazy scene. Yeah. Like to this depth, and I mean, to be honest, 
kind of right. The fact that all his powers are completely gone as soon as he does this, boop. Yeah. I, t- I get it from a fucked up standpoint, but it's yeah. still very fucked up. This <laughs> motherfucker yeah. just did, boop. Do you think he could come back in some way, shape, or form? With a Daredevil kid? Yeah. I think they're going to use him later on in the season. Because that's another thing. I was seeing like a, a predictions video on YouTube. And they were kind of laying down that like they have a, a plan for five seasons. And I think they're doing a very good job at playing the long game. You know what I mean? I think they're doing a slow burn with a lot of different things. Because apparently in the comics, you know, it's very different. Like in the comics, apparently like from the jump, the boys have compound V. And they're also superheroes. And I'm seeing a lot of people like, you know, they should be doing that. I'm like, no. Yeah. That The thing that makes this show interesting is it's so grounded. How the fuck do you try to take down superheroes if you don't have superpowers, right? Right. I think that's very interesting. If you just have superheroes fighting, That'd be that's Arrow. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that, <laughs> go watch Arrow if you want that <laughs> shit. But this is actually interesting. Like, blackmailing a, a Superman type. How do you do that? And that's another thing they did beautifully. Showing how much Homelander needs the attention. Even, and, and here's the thing. This is why I have trust in this show. And I think they're doing just a slow burn. And by the time they get to season five, it's going to be like all out war. And it's going to be perfect, right? Because in the beginning, you kind of want to build up to that, right? So like by the time, if in season five, all the boys start taking compound V. I wouldn't be mad at it because it's like, it, it makes sense with the yeah. progression of the show. If they started off season one with that, it was like, okay, I mean, where the fuck else could the show go after this? But so they're laying the groundwork for a lot of crazy shit to happen in the future. And the thing that, that made me realize that was when we saw that like dream sequence of, uh, Homelander lasering the crowd. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you think that was real when you saw it? No, I didn't think it was real. Really? Yeah. I thought it did. Because, I mean, that's the thing about... And that's another thing why this show is so good. Is I feel like it has you on edge the whole time. Yes. Like, this show has done a perfect job. Uh, it almost... It, it reminds me of Game of Thrones that way. Where you feel like anybody could die or things yeah, can go yeah, wrong yeah. at any minute. And so, it, it, it gives you that, like, um, you're on edge. You're always like, anytime something is too calm, it's like something fucked up is going to happen. Things are going to go wrong. You know what I mean? Like... It, 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 it's so that when I saw that I was like oh like I fully bought it and I was like okay because the show has already done shit like that where you're like oh they went for it right yeah, like they, when because they set it up on season one right yeah. season one when he kills Madeline Stillwell yeah. that was the fucking moment where you're like oh anything can happen in this show you know, yeah. you're thinking, oh, this is the weakness, right? If you're following, like, fucking typical movies or TV shows, it's like, oh, he's finally found his weakness, right? That's his kryptonite. You know yeah, what I mean? Like that's, uh, that's equivalent to Ned Stark dying at the end of... Yes. Yeah. Perfect. And now, yeah, and that continues the Game of Thrones shit. It's like, you're like, okay, now the doors are wide open. Now anything can happen. Right. If the weakness, quote-unquote, weakness of Homelander is now dead, Homelander has no weakness. How the right. fuck do you beat him? Right. And the thing I found interesting about the way the season ended, they did find his weakness, but it's only temporary. You know what I mean? Because there's only going to be for so long where Homelander is going to be like, I want the adoration. There's going to, it's obvious, right? They're setting it up. It's going to come to a point where he says, fuck it. I don't need that no more because he did that with Madeline Stillwell. Right. Right. Like at a certain point, he's just going to get bored of that. So people could be complaining like oh that's how they get him was like blackmailed by his attention listen that's a temporary thing like he could easily get bored of people's attentions and you just go crazy and that right. thing that's what's gonna happen you're like the 
the latter part of the show. If they get to season four and season five, that's what's going to happen. That's where all hell is going to break loose. As soon as Homelander, and that's the tension, right? As soon as Homelander says, fuck it, that's when you know, oh, fuck. Now you gotta, now you gotta scale it up. Now the boys have to use Compound V. You yeah. know what I mean? Now they have to, and now it makes sense. But now we're all just gonna be like on the edge of our seats. Like, what is gonna be the moment where he says "fuck it," right? Because that's what he keeps doing. There's certain points where he just says "fuck it." Um, what are the things that you enjoy about season two? Uh, I enjoy. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you can go ahead. I'm just trying to. Well, I asked you because I wanted to take a sip of water. You know what I'm saying? That's, oh, gosh. That's, that's, <laughs> I yeah, wanted I, to drink, so I just wanted to throw it up yeah, to you. It's like, here uh, you go, hot potato, bitch. You know, yeah. you figure something out. Um, I don't care if this is that air or not, honestly. So, you know, take your time. Um, I think I like that they went into Frenchie this season. Yeah, they talk about his backstory and yes. how he joins the boys and why he's acting the way he acts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, think Frenchie is really interesting. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the background and all and almost all the characters they did it with. Mother's Milk. I love this episode. Yeah, Do you remember his episode yeah, when they go on their that. road trip to try to find out about Liberty? Right. That was it's funny because if you think about it, characters definitely had their episode. Yeah. Frenchie had his episode. Um um Butcher had his episode. So here's the thing. Here here here's how I see it, right? And I think it's beautiful how they did it because you don't even notice. It's like, because, you know, certain shows are like, like Lost or whatever. Any type of show that's like, oh, it's this character's episode now. We're going to do it. Like The Leftovers did that a lot. It was yeah, like, they did it. We're gonna, this is going to be a full episode from for this character. What I find interesting is that they managed to do that, but not as obvious, right? So, like, episode, the, the, the day where they go on the road trip, that was Mother's Milk episode. But we don't realize that, right? We just think, oh, they're going on this mission. And then it turns into Mother's Milk backstory, right? right. Frenchie, when they go, like episode six, um, that was when they go to the the, 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 the psychiatrist place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best episodes of the whole show and definitely this season. Bro, when Cindy comes out, I was like, Bloop! and then this fucking motherfucker explodes into shit. I was like, oh, this show is wild. Bro, and then she starts opening the doors and it's like, Oh, they just that's what I love about the show, bro. They go there. Like shit it, it felt like like some shit you wouldn't wouldn't even see. Not necessarily the exploding body, but just the fact that all these superheroes are now let out. Bro, they have a superpower dude that stretches his his, his fucking dick, dick big ass dick. Yeah, it was like choking mother's milk with it. That was Bro, I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god." Yeah, it's wild. But what I'm trying to say is that the thing that is underrated about the show is the character moments that they're able to get at a very like if you think about how much shit we learned this season about the characters we get background on on Frenchie right Mother's Milk Butcher uh, um, um, Kimiko Kimiko yes Kimiko. with the brother at the very beginning of the yeah. season yeah you forget but yeah, that definitely revealed a lot we learned about a lot uh, matter of fact now that I think about it they literally just delve deeper into all the boys because I like just said Frenchie Mother's Milk Kimiko uh, Starlight and uh, Huey Huey yeah that was actually one of my favorite moments of the whole season, though, when we start learning about, like, why Huey is the way he is. Like, yeah. in the last episode when they're driving. I thought that was very touching. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, talking about his mother. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, everything in... That's the thing about it. It makes everything make sense. 
right? Like, if you think about it, like, he, now he has, like, abandonment issues, right? Then that makes a thing with the girlfriend even more fucked up, To be, yeah. if, if you think about it. You're suddenly out of his life now. Second person, right? It, it makes sense why he's so, like, clingy. Right, like he, why he's, why he, uh, he's so like jealous. Like a lot of his issues make sense uh, when you realize that his mother kind of left. You want to hear a theory that I read? Apparently, people are trying to suggest Huey could secretly be a superhero. His powers have been activated, and the reason his mother left is because the dad was trying to inject him with Compound V, huh. and the mom was like, "I'm not, I'm, I don't agree with this." Which is a complete parallel of what happened with Starlight. Right. Remember? We find out that Starlight, like, the mom was like, um, uh, that was actually why your dad left. You know what I mean? It wasn't because of rent, like, he owed money to whatever. It's because he disagreed with her getting injected with Compound V. Right. That would actually be the best way to go around having one of the boys have superpowers. Yeah. Because then it will be kind of thing similar to what was happening with Ryan, where he had to, like, actually train to get his powers out. It wouldn't be right away. This motherfucker would just be flying and like lasering. He would be trying to activate it. That that's gonna be a cool last scene in season four or season five, season three, wherever, where he like probably has to like Starlight is about to die, right? And like he all of a sudden does something. What would be Hugh's superpower? Yeah, I was gonna ask. What do you think his power would be? Um, what if he turns out to be? Because I think this is another thing that's great about the show. This show does a uh, uh, red herrings and like misdirection a lot. No. I think they're trying to get us to think that the end of the show is going to be Ryan versus Homelander, like the kid versus the dad. Like I think that's what they want us to believe. What if it's in this one makes sense because this season? Do you remember the beginning of season two? Uh, 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 Hugh is like, I want to be John Connor. Like, somebody who's regular, but turns out to be fucking awesome, right? I think it would be really cool if the person who actually has to fight Homelander is Huey. How crazy would that be? That would be be crazy. (laughs) If Huey is the... Bro, that's giving me chills if I think about it. Like, Huey is the guy that has to save humanity. And that would complete... that. That's, like, foreshadowing. Yeah, that would make sense. It would... Because, right, if you think about Huey, like... Even he said, it's like, he's kind of fucking useless. He doesn't really do shit. So that would be the best way to complete that is like, turns out this guy who's people, you know, don't think he can do shit, turns out to be the guy who can only stop Homelander. I think I figured out the end of this fucking show, bro. Just yeah. now, I think that's the best storytelling <laughs> way they can figure it out. Now I'm kind of mad because I kind of spoiled it for myself. But um, Spoiler for everyone too. Spoiler for <laughs> the end of the show. I just, I, I have no doubt that's how the show's going to end. So if you're mad at me. You know, you can't really be bad at me because it's a prediction, but I'm 100% right, so you can. Um, uh, uh, okay, uh, I want you to talk about other aspects of the season in general that you enjoyed. I'm going to go uh, change something with the camera. Okay. So, uh, I would say I like, well, I hate and like Stormfront. Stormfront is... Oh, yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's one of the most interesting characters in the sense that at first you like the way she is she like she gives you a good impression and you're like oh she's all right like <laughs> like yeah. she's all right she's okay she's cool she's all about female empowerment right. there's another female in the in the group i'm like yeah all right go ahead stormfront and then she like catches kimiko and her brother and i was like oh okay she's doing what she has to do she's part of the group right and then yeah. it turns into a 180 and i'm like what the fuck Wait, I want to talk about that. Hold on. Yeah, I like, definitely want to talk more about like that moment where like, oh 
shit. And I want to know, I want to know what point did you figure out that she was racist? Um, I figured. Well, let me tell you, because I feel like this moment is interesting. Because I feel like, hold on, let me get into mic to say this, because this is important. Listen, I think, you know, the the thing about Stormfront, and I think, not just Stormfront, but just in general, I feel like black people have a, a, a spidey sense when it comes to racism, right? And this is very interesting because I feel like there was a lot of black people watching the show that only black people would would have realized she was racist at that moment, right? The moment that I'm talking about is the moment where she electrocutes the dad, the black dad, yeah. and then the black kids, right? I didn't see that as like racist when I first saw it, and I mean, and a lot of people yeah, probably me- didn't see it as racist because you, because unless you're like black. I feel like you're only able to tell. Okay, this is because don't you feel like that's a thing? It's like can't don't you have like a thir- like a like a spidey sense when like if, if a white person is being prejudiced yeah. that it's not obvious but you can feel it like you can feel somebody's being racist right like and that's a thing that really only kind of black people can experience that. So I bet you a lot of black people were watching the show and saw her doing that to the dad and the kids. Like oh this bitch is fucking racist and a lot of people a lot of other people were watching the shows like. Oh damn, she's a villain. They didn't realize she was racist because they're not seeing it from that lens. You know what Bro, I'm talking that's, about? Yeah, that from my point of view, I'm like, she's racist. She as soon as you saw that, yeah, you, you as know soon as I saw why? It. It's just a sense, right? It's just like a feeling. Yeah. Because at that point, we don't realize this is like the projects. Right. We only see that they crash into this random house. It's only later as you continue to see, okay, there's that black guy coming down the steps. It's also black. Then you see this building. And then you see her obviously say fucking yellow bastard, right? When she says that, you for sure know. Yeah, that, that confirms po- it. Yeah, at That's that point, problem. everybody should know. It's almost like a three-step reveal. You you know about those? Yeah. It's like um, like a, the subtle, the not-so-subtle, and then the obvious to get people to get it, right? Like, depending on how, you know, how much attention you're paying, that's how you could tell. So, I feel like most black people were like, she's racist. She, she killed those three black people, right? Yeah. Then the the random mailman is black also. I think it was a mailman. Um, and then he dies as well. Yeah. And I think most people are he like... He got thrown out the building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then most people are like, okay, that's four black people now. Might be racist. And then obviously that the, the, the fucking... The, the, the hammer on the nail. You know, the racial, the, the racial slur. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was... Um, I, you know what's funny? Actually, did you know that she was going to be racist before? I did not. Well, I, sp- I had like a hint of it because they were talking about Stormfront the name, right? And I was like, "And eh, we'll see what happens." Yeah, I actually spoiled it for myself when I was reading like Reddit shit oh. that apparently the character in the in the comics is racist, and the theory was that she, because he's a guy, she's a guy in the comics. Yeah, a lot of the women on the sh- on the show are like guys in the comics, which is strange. It's really weird. It's like most of the characters, like uh, um, uh, um. Victoria Newman is a guy. Madeline Stillwell is a guy. Stormfront is a guy. It's yeah. weird. They change a lot of those characters like genders. Um, I'm not mad at it because I'm not misogynist. Yeah, <laughs> Sexist. Feel, so yeah, I have I no problem with them. Fucking make it all women. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Mind. So, um, but basically, I did kind of spoil it for myself. Like, oh, she's going to be like this hip and cool feminist. Who's going to be a racist. The only thing that bothered me. The only thing that, that I think is a little bit of a pro- plot hole. The idea of a a white feminist being a fucking Nazi. It's interesting. And they didn't really explore it after it was found out she was a Nazi. 
she stopped like all the female empowerment bullshit after that. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. that 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 was kind of like, oh damn, okay. I would have loved, I would have loved for her to still be doing the female empowerment shit, and people be conflicted, like, oh man, right? Because I feel like they they laid so heavily heavily into the racist Nazi side that I think everybody forgot that she was a feminist. Because right. you know? remember, I talked about it with you, yes, like earlier, and yes, I was we like, uh, it's interesting that they use. Uh, this uh, white woman, yes, who are usually the front runners of female empowerment, yes, and sometimes like like you hear from other black women, they be like they're using female, they're using their like ethnicity, yes, and using it for their own agendas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what's so funny? Very uh, relevant to the recent Bill Burr Saturday Night Live thing. Yeah, Did you remember yeah, that? Right. Yeah. Where he like came at white women like. Man, fuck y'all. Like, fuck white women. They jumped over the oppression fucking gate. Yeah. Bro, the part where he says, if you wanted to hook up with a random black guy, you would just say it was not consensual. Yeah. That's such a fucking funny and, and crazy, like, realization. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, y'all did as much racist shit as all white people were doing back then. Yeah. And now y'all, like, up front. That's the thing that I would... I think he, he pointed out why I hate white women so much, bro. Because I feel like, what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I don't hate I, white women. I don't hate white women. Let me relax. Let me relax. I don't. I don't. I don't. Listen. Okay, hold on. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I gotta. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> guys, 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 guys. Calm down. Calm down. I am not saying. I, I'm not trying to say that I hate white women. And something I've noticed about white women is that I think they're the most privileged group. Ever. Because if you think about this, and this was another observation from somebody else that I don't even remember, but they said there's something about white women that nobody wants to see them cry or hurt. They're like the one group in the world that people get uncomfortable when they start crying. Have you thought about that? No, I But that's such, that is very true, bro. Like whenever you see a white woman crying, people get like uncomfortable. They get weird. It's like, oh, what's going on? It's like. Maybe not now because of crazy Karens, yeah. but um, <laughs> Karens. I mean, yo, white women are taking a beating this year with Karens and now Bill Burr. <laughs> like people do not give a fuck about white women no more. And I say, great. <laughs> I'm joking, man. Um, I think I have a little bit of, of some resentment towards white women because none of them swipe me right on Tinder. You don't have one against uh, Taylor Swift, right? Uh, no, not really. All right, because I love Taylor Swift. Oh, well. Like her music, yeah. as a person, I just think she's like fine. Yeah, I just think she—I mean, she's very uh, 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 perfect. I don't like perfect, like, like polished, perfect, and polished. You know what I'm trying to say, though? It's like very pristine. Yeah, because you gotta have something that's like. Wrong I don't know. Me. I like people who are honest. You, right? I don't. It, it feels like she's fake to me. No, I got you. You know what I mean? There's gotta be something that's like not likable about her. You know what I mean? Like I hate those people who's like they're always very happy and everything is great. It's like, come on. I mean, right. <laughs> you got what? You got something that's not right. You know? What I, we right. all do. We all have qualities that are not good. Right. I hate when like people try to pretend that, that that's not true. But I mean, but I mean, people have trouble with Taylor Swift though, with, with the whole Kanye West thing. Yeah, bro, Kanye is a wild boy. For saying, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. I think we <laughs> need to start to think about how crazy that line is. Yeah. Bro, he said, hold on, let me repeat the line. 
Because you really gotta think about it. Like I was listening to the song with Rihanna Famous, mm-hmm. like listening back on it, and this motherfucker really said, Kanye West, one of the biggest artists in the world. I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why I made that bitch famous. He's talking about Taylor Swift, one of the biggest pop artists of all time. That's wild. Kanye West is a wild he boy. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> to say that in a song? He did. Bro, what? In a song that was popular, too. I think a lot of that, I think the song itself didn't get that much flag because at that time, Kanye was wilding and the rollout of, um, of, uh, the life of Pablo was fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if that song would have come out under, like, if he were to put out that song now, or during a time where he wasn't acting as crazy and everything was, like, regular, bro, that has to be one of the craziest lines in a song I think I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to say it again for the third time, because I really want anybody who's listening to this to really think about this line. Let's think about this, right? Connie said, and obviously, if you don't know the history, he, like, stole her fucking Grammy. It was like, they should have gone to Beyonce. So their, their, uh, their, you know, hostility came from that. But this motherfucker said, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Let's stop there. Saying you want to fuck a very famous artist. As you yourself being one of the biggest artists. Also being married. Let's think about that. Kanye's married with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And this motherfucker's saying, I want to fuck. No, I think I can still fuck Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yo, Kanye different. Bro, <laughs> you got to think about it, though. Like, who would say something like that? Like, imagine if Drake... And I'm not saying, like, we could get together or, like, flirting with a certain artist, right? Like, you right. see Drake doing that with a lot of women, like... You know, me and Jennifer Lopez were, like, dating. You know, me and SZA were dating. Drake does that a lot. Yeah. But Drake doesn't say, I want to fuck Jennifer Lopez. Right. Kanye literally said, I want to fuck Taylor Swift. Why? (laughs) I mean, you just don't say that. I mean, it's insane. And then he says, I made that bitch famous, which bitch is a bad word. And women don't want guys saying the word bitch anymore. So him calling Taylor Swift a bitch. And then on top, let's fucking put the cherry on top. Saying that he made her famous. Can we talk about that? Did he? When did he take the Grammy? Is he right? Because I was starting to think, when did Shake It Off came out? That was like 2013. Yeah, that was around that time. When did he take the Grammy away from her? Was it before Shake It Off came out? I think it was after Shake It Off. You sure? Yeah. Let me look it up, cause cause I think this might actually solve that riddle. I think as crazy as Kanye is, he might be right with that. When right. did Kanye <laughs> snatch uh, Taylor Swift's? Um, I can't fucking type because I got one hand on the mic. Taylor Swift's Grammy. Let's see what this says, cause this is gonna tell. 2009. Oh, that was before. Okay, so that was All four right. years before. All right, when did she get off? Came out. Uh, 2013. I don't. I, I don't even gotta look it up. I already know. Oh, okay. All so, right. and from what I remember, when Shake It Off came out, that's where Taylor was at her peak. No, All right. like when All Shake right. It Off came out, when I knew you were in trouble when you walked in, like that one when she put um uh, 22, like that. That was all the same album. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Kanye was right. Yeah, yeah. 
Because she was a country star at that point, I, I believe. She wasn't like the pop star that she is now. Yeah, she was a country star and then she transferred to a pop To star. pop. Yeah. Bro, Kanye did make yeah. her famous. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye made Taylor Swift famous. <laughs> yeah, you heard that here first. Um, Jesus Christ, what a fucking crazy. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah. What we were talking about. Anyway, Stormfront. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you out and trying to transition to Stormfront. But then we got into this Kanye shit and then we was like, all right. <laughs> no way, bro. We were talking about Stormfront. Yeah. How the fuck did we go from Stormfront I don't know. to Kanye? Because I, I say fucking... I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, yeah. but why? There was no. something I said. No, because you say you hate white women. Bro, we... <laughs> I am, no, not like Bro, that. We, like, no, 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 no. I'm not mad at that. I'm just yeah. saying we talked about that. I completely forgot. I said, "Wow, yeah, bro, that was a journey. Yeah, this podcast is worth it just for that journey." I don't remember the last 15 minutes of this podcast. It's completely. I blacked <laughs> out, bro. I blacked out and went in a tangent and don't even remember what I said. Can't wait to go back and listen yeah. to it. Hey, it's free flowing right now. Yeah, that's listen. That's what I want this podcast to be. I don't yeah. even want to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, but yeah, Stormfront. She's one of the most interesting <laughs> characters, and I'm really curious how if she coming back or not, because you know she got burned up by Ryan. The rumors or, or the theories. I mean, they make it clear that she's not dead. They said she's in a holding facility. So Homelander says. Oh damn! At that press conference, he's like, she has been apprehended and is in an undisclosed facility. So they have her. She's not dead. Um, no, they should definitely get rid of her. I don't think they are. I think she... What The the the, the theory for that is that she's going to be like a... Almost like a Hannibal Lecter figure. You know As what I mean? Like he's that? locked up and there's going to be villains coming to her for advice. Oh, okay. Or she's going to influence shit from behind the scenes. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. like uh, Or they're saying like a mecha... Like a mecha, like a mecha Nazi. That Make she might just be like a, a, a Darth Vader type. Oh, okay. And she's just completely horrendous, like her body, but she gets like robot arms and shit. She becomes a fucking robot Nazi. Yeah, she do look like Anakin from episode three. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people <laughs> pointed that out. That yeah. would be so crazy. I mean, this show, that's the thing about the show. They would go there. Yeah. And I mean, like a robot Nazi? That sounds like some shit you would only see in the boys. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so she's not completely dead, but yeah, I mean, you know what's interesting, bro? I was listening to this podcast. These two guys, Bald Move, they cover uh, like TV shows, like after after shows. Um, and they were talking about like somebody sent in an email to them saying that that they found it weird that um, Stormfront never used the N word. Yeah, that's true. And now that I think about it, or like she did, she was none of her slurs were crazy. Like, it wasn't anything wild. And I was thinking, that's true. Why didn't Stormfront say the N-word? And I feel like she should have. Uh, that sounds crazy to say, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, it would be in line with her character. I think that would... Hmm, I think they were afraid to go there. Which is strange for the boys, because they're usually, like, they don't hold back. Yeah, that or they try. to... You know to what I mean? Like they, they, They're not trying to make it, like, obvious. Like, you know, well, every racist person says the N-word. Oh, I see what you mean. Like yeah, you more, I mean? more hidden racist. Yeah, more hidden racist. But I'm, but I mean, she was out there, bro. I mean, yeah, she was definitely out there. Well, no, she... no, I'm not saying she would say it to the black people directly because right. that's like the whole thing. That it's actually very funny, and very interesting. 
very modern is them is sarca- sarcastic racism. Right? It's like, oh, I'm not racist. Why would you ever say that? Or like, like hinting towards it. And yeah. they're like, like when, when A-Train tells her, it's like, what the fuck did you just say? She's like, well, nothing. I didn't say nothing. Bro. Like that kind of racism yeah. is even worse than what you're, yeah. Okay. And that, that point, yeah. But it was just for somebody who's that racist, like she's like the most racist fucking person ever. It was interesting yeah, that bro, they didn't go there with that. Bro, she's racist to the point where people think they racist to her race because of her skin. Because you remember that's what, some wild racism. Oh yeah. my god, did you see uh, Home Man? Did Home you Man use that space? as a meme? You must have used that, right? Oh, I didn't get a chance. You should. I mean, that yeah. that's such a perfect meme. Like materials, motherfuckers are like, what? <laughs> like when she said white genocide, he's like, whoa. <laughs> Do you think Homelander's racist? Uh, I think he hates everyone. Yeah, I don't think he's racist towards, like, he, like specifically racist. I think he just hates everyone. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people are under the impression that he is racist. I just think he hates humanity. Yeah, because he's a god and no one's in his level. Like, if you think about it, the only person he loves is Ryan. Because yeah. Ryan is his kid. Yeah. And he's also of his kin, like the Superman, right? Yeah. So, I don't think he's racist towards any real race. It's just everybody. Um, but that's another thing I loved about this show. They gave. Um, Homelander heart You know yeah. what I mean Like when he's like Trying to relate with Brian Did you believe it I, I thought he was Yeah I believe it, it was I thought he was being honest Yeah Obviously the, the reason He's doing that Is for a nefarious reason But I think at that moment He did feel like Human Yeah Low key Homelander didn't want Ryan To be like him I think Yeah I think so I think yeah. that's true I think he wants him To be a superhero Right Like develop his powers And and be another god as he sees himself, right? right? But I don't think, yeah, he definitely doesn't want him to be like as damaged as he is, right? Um, which could make fire because then if he's not as damaged as Homelander is, then he, the kid is obviously gonna see this guy's a fucking psychopath, yeah, right? Um, I don't know. It, this show is just so good because it has so many possibilities. The, this show, yeah, go ahead. We should talk about the uh, well, they always talk about the social commentary with like superheroes. And like the way they're like presented through the world, like you know how like celebrities and athletes have like the agents. Yes. Yeah, that's how these superheroes. Bro, are that's probably one of the most. I mean, that thing we got that from season one. Yeah. But that's one of the things that makes this show so unique. I think, and what actually, because I mean, this is not the first show that has done the superheroes. But what if they were real, right? Like Watchmen did it, the comics, um, like Frank Miller did it right like sex night like there's been a lot of people that are trying to be like what would it really be like if superheroes were real i think the boys does the best job at that because those other shows don't take into consideration the real like they don't take into consideration fucking capitalism yeah that's the one thing they all ignore and that's what makes the boys so unique it's like yeah they would have agents they would have fucking movies they would have all this shit that Basically, they would be like celebrities, just superheroes, right? Yeah. And I think all other shows kind of, even Kick-Ass, which is a pretty like realistic show, I think, uh, movie, um, even they don't really explore that part of it. So I think that's one of the things that definitely does make this show unique, I think. Yeah, and it's funny that they, you talk about Zack Snyder, they reference Zack Snyder so much <laughs> yeah. here. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, the movie is like kind of making fun of, you know, DC movies that they were making, like the Dawn of the Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
There's so many great moments about this season. I was going to say fucking something. Also, isn't it weird? You heard about the Ray Fisher situation. You know, yeah. the person that played Cyborg? Yeah. It's similar to A-Train when he had his part <laughs> with the director. Remember Bruh. that? Bro, it's just weird. I just thought about that. That's yeah. for sure intentional. Yeah, but this soon? Oh, maybe not. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, because they definitely sh- shot it before all the drama was going down. Yeah. Unless they heard about what happened in the... Maybe they knew. Yeah, yeah. maybe... I mean, because they're all, like, Hollywood insiders. So, they probably knew why the movie was so crazy. Yeah. They probably took inspiration from that. But... Yeah. Um, the thing I was going to say... Oh, yeah. I want to touch on this, too. The best superhero show ever. For me, it was always Daredevil. All right. I, I always thought... Especially, yeah, I mean, for me, it, it was always Daredevil. That was, like, to me, the best superhero show. It was, like, one of those shows that felt, like, grounded in, like, a good TV show. But The Boys, I mean, has fully surpassed Daredevil. I mean, and you you, you made a poll. You were, like, The Umbrella Academy, uh, Doom, uh, Patrol. Doom Patrol, and then The Boys. Yeah. I haven't seen The uh, Doom Patrol yet. Um, but I did see the first season of uh, The Umbrella Academy. I think... If you're looking for superhero shit, I don't think The Boys is the best show for that. Because it's not really a superhero show. Yeah, I can see. It's a show with superheroes in it. If you want some superhero comic book shit, Doom Patrol and The Umbrella Academy really give you that, right? Yeah, they do. They're like fun and they're crazy and they're unique. But if you're actually looking for a quality show, regardless of what it's about, I think The Boys blows them out of the water. Do you include uh, Watchmen too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think even that first season of The Watchmen, I think, yeah, I do. Because I think that one was too weird. Too weird. We got to mm. think about it. I mean, have you rewatched the show? Or yeah, like re- thought about it? It's a weird show. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. weird. I mean, the, the whole, like, uh, 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 Ozymandias shit, just that alone, it's like, it's not bad. I love that. It's that unique. Right, but other but, people are not going to... Man, come on. And that's the thing about... That's the thing that I'm realizing about the boys, too. Bro, this show is a hit with women, which I think is very interesting. It has... I don't know why, but I feel like women... I think there's they they, they have certain elements that, like, fangirls are loving the show. Like, I don't know if you know about this, but apparently, like, a lot of the women fans that were watching Supernatural mm-hmm. are now transferring to the boys. No, that makes sense because the producers from Super same Nation. guy, right? Yeah. It's the same guy, so it's, I guess it's the same type of show. But it's just interesting because I mean, if you think about like those certain superhero shows, they're definitely not for the common, let's say, woman. You know what I mean? They will see like, okay, this is some comic book superhero shit. Yeah. Women like actually love this show, and I'm trying to think, why do you think women love this show? Well, I can I think because they have like a lot of like representation. Yeah, representation. And, uh, yeah, pretty people, representation, and... I think the lovey-dovey aspect. Yeah, and the lovey-dovey aspect. With Huey and Starlight. I think that's a big deal. I don't know. Bro, I think this show, I think there's something about this show. This show, if season three continues to be as good, this could be one of the best shows in TV, period. I think this show is doing a lot of crazy... It's almost, like, underrated. It's almost, like, unexpected. Because when you first see the first season or you you hear you hear about what this premise is, it was like, oh, it's a shock show, right? It's like the most violent show you could ever watch with superheroes, right? right. That's what you think. But as season two came out, you know, people are saying they like season one better. And I totally understand that because it's probably more shocking and, and more, more shit happened. Yeah, I heard a lot of people say that. 
I think season two is way better because it's doing so many things that people aren't realizing. Like, it's doing a lot of things under the hood. Like I said, the character development, it's incredible. The emotion, right? Like, you getting to know these characters and, like, crying when you see Becca dying. Like, I think this show, this season, even though not as much shit happened, I think they did that. I saw a headline, a review said, instead of the show going bigger, it went deeper. I think that's a perfect way to describe it, I think, with all the characters. Develop them near all the characters. The character arcs are perfect. The way it ends, it's like emotional shocking. I think, yeah, Bro. I'm just really impressed with the show. Bro, man. it's a 20 hour movie. Like, it I always, is. Like, it I is. put season one and two mixed together. It is. Yeah. It is. Because they got the world building, they got the characters set up in the first season, and then they fully gone on blast to the second season. I think, yeah. So they, it, they were able to go deep. For sure, I think, yeah, because I mean, if you think about how season one ended, there was no closure, bro. No, there weren't. <laughs> the only thing, because I mean, think about it, because I recently like kind of uh, rewatch, because I'm re- re- uh, watching the show with my sister, and I'm halfway through season two with her now. Right. But when we, when I saw the the ending of the first season, nothing happened. The no. only thing that happened is that he lasered Madeline Stillwell. Yeah. Right, and then he wakes up and sees the Becca, and those are the big twists. It's like, oh shit, that's crazy. But in terms of like satisfying anything, it was not satisfying at all. It was a way, way, way. way. I think people are too stuck on. I don't know. Here's what it is, bro. I think this show in season two outgrew the superhero term or the superhero like uh, it elevated. It elevated. It elevated yeah. way past just a superhero show, yeah. right? And a lot of people who are superhero show fans were probably like, okay, this isn't a superhero show anymore. Now it's just a legitimately good show. It's a fucking great show. Right. So I think that's been the biggest difference. And I think it's very smart that they are kind of... And I, I mean, even even the way the show is coming out, right? Which, what did, did you... Were you mad that the fact that it was like a weekly thing now? At first, I was like, eh, but... Then I was like, they're smart to do it week by week because now people are watching it and it's trending on Twitter every, the, every Friday. The so. re- yes, I think yeah. that is single-handedly the reason why the show is as big as it is now. It's because yeah. of the weekly thing, right? The weekly discussion. Like at the end of season, the, the episode seven, all the fucking heads blow up. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I got to wait a week to find out what the fuck is going on. And now I'm like fucking fiending. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? It's like, you know, this. Shit. And now you're excited for the season finale and that anticipation base. Also, with the fact that it's as good as it is, it's like, it, it just, it, it makes together so well. And it's, yeah. It, uh, it, yeah. Got, it has the potential to be big, as big as uh, Game of Thrones. That's, yes. And that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying to get at. I think it does. Season two proved that, right? Like with the emotion, with with the with the action, obviously, with the surprises, with the twists, with the violence, like it, it can. And right. I think if the show would have stayed in the lane that season one was, where it was just like a like a shocking, you know, violent, shocking superhero show, it was like you know trying to take down superheroes. It was pretty smart, but still, it all came out in a week. There is yeah. no fucking way it could be as big as it is now. But now, when you got us, you know, fucking crying when you see Becca dying, like think about that's one of the things about like superhero shows that I think I don't see a lot. Do you get often emotional when you watch superhero shit? Probably the closest is Daredevil, probably. Yeah, probably. And, and Watchmen, but yeah. nah. but you, you, but just in general, yeah. when you watch 
Did, was there a moment where you almost cried uh, Doom Patrol? Probably not, no. What about the Umbrella Academy? Not, not those not, shows are not, fun. Not like, not like this. No. That's what I'm saying like because this. those shows I don't think go deep. They're yeah. fun. Yeah, and they're entertaining to watch, and they're, you know, they stay to they stay true to the comics because a lot of superhero comic books are fun, like a Marvel movie. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, I don't know. I just think this show it's not a superhero show anymore, and you can't look at it that way. It's way more sophisticated. It's way more, you know, smart about it. I don't know. Is Supernatural this good? I never watched Supernatural, but I, I think a lot of people are gonna start watching Supernatural now because apparently the show is good. And ran for like is is about to end in his twelfth season. Yeah, one of the main actors is about to join. Jensen Ackles. Do you know about yeah. that? Yeah. Did you learn about all that shit? I'm so excited to see that. I mean, did you do you know like two main characters that are coming to season three? Oh fuck! Damn, bro. <laughs> um. <laughs> so um, like the two main characters that are coming to season three that I can't wait to see their dynamic is Soldier Boy and Tech Knight. Do you know about Tech Knight? No, I haven't heard about Tech Knight. Supposed to be like Iron Man slash Batman. So they got Person, Captain America and Iron Man. Right. Basically, so by Iron Man slash uh, Batman, it's just uh, Tech Knight, he doesn't have superpowers. All right. Just his money is what makes him that way. Because, I mean, you thought Black Noir was kind of the, the Batman of this universe, you know what I mean? But he's, he's he still has superpowers, obviously. But I think it's going to be so fun to see a billionaire superhero like iron man like how wild would they go with like an iron man type character in this show you know what i mean yeah, because i mean iron man is already pretty edgy in the marvel universe right it's like right. has he strippers and money like the that's alcoholic. edgy yeah. that's edgy for marvel like what the fuck are they gonna do with that kind of character in the boys universe and then soldier boy yeah it's like a captain america like the first real superhero like homelander before homelander but apparently he's also gonna be like he's gonna be um, like out of touch, he's not gonna be as racist as Stormfront, but he's gonna be as racist as you would expect somebody from the '40s to be. No, oh, okay. you know, like the, you know those old people that aren't really racist, but they're racist because they just grew up with a certain like so stereotypes. They're like prejudice, yeah, more prejudice than racist. Yeah, like say, like, oh, like you know, like they, they just don't know any better, right. right? Like as opposed to like hate towards black people, they're just like have this certain idea of black people. Right. And they're probably going to play with that. That's what Soldier Boy is supposed to be. And uh, in the video that I saw to end this really quickly, because now we've gone for over an hour. Gotcha. Um, the other thing that's interesting is that there's going to be a hero gasm. Did you hear about this? No. Supposed to be like the hero, the way he said it too, because he did a QA. and a the way he said it, like I imagine, like all their fans went wild because he did this this uh, this announcement. It was like, and just so you guys know, for next season, the hero gasm is coming. Almost like this is the craziest shit in the fucking world. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but apparently, this is a getaway, like a week long getaway where all superheroes go. It's like spring break for superheroes. Oh, okay. And apparently, there you see like the wildest sexual shit you could ever imagine oh so i guess they're gonna go for it in terms of like if you thought if you thought fucking homelander jacking off in front of the moon was too crazy he's yeah. saying like herogasm is like a hundred times worse it's like orgies of like apparently like i said super spring break for superheroes just that idea is fucking crazy <laughs> that's crazy you know what i mean like that that's such a great idea um but yeah this show definitely has a 
the potential to be a, a, a Game of Thrones because, like I said, it has crossover appeal. Like I feel like some people may be put off by the violence, but I think the thing that's so good about the show it has all these. It's almost like the four quadrant shit, right? The Game of Thrones had. They had like why did why did Game of Thrones become so big? You think? I think because of the violence. Violence. Yeah, because of the women in the show. Women. Because uh-huh. of the plot, of the course. Plot. The obviously, yeah, very g- good plot. Right. Um, and just and, and it's just memeable. Meme. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> and and I think it's just it became an event. Right. Anything that wants to become big anymore, you have to become an event, and you can't become an event when you release something all at once, and then people. Are, you know, they don't feel pressured because certain people finish the show already in a day. People are going to take five months to finish it. Nobody's in the same place. So then it's not going to become an event, right? Like, that's why you see Stranger Things struggling. An uh, interesting point I find out is, like, Stranger Things Season 3 had way less buzz than The Boys has now. Yeah. That's crazy to think about it because when the Stranger Things first came out, everybody was talking about yeah, it. Everybody loves Stranger Things the first season. And that's the danger of a weekly thing. So, like, these corporations are starting to realize it's like, do we want, like, the fans to be happy or do we want to increase the fan base? The only way to increase it is by be- it becoming an event. And that's why Game of Thrones became so big because if everybody's talking about Game of Thrones, right? Um, like, uh, like, on Sunday nights, it's like, you see, you see it trending every week. You saw the boys, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, what the fuck is going on? What's this? What, what the fuck is this game of Thrones? You see everybody, and then you were like FOMO. You're like, oh, what? oh, I want to be in it. I want to be in this party. Right. <laughs> That's how it becomes big, and I think the boys is definitely in the right place. And most importantly, I think another thing that people are saying is a good is a good thing. The characters are great. Like you love the characters, right? Like you love uh, a butcher. Yeah. Um, as fucked up as he is, I mean, you love Butcher, Frenchie, yeah. Mother's Milk, Huey, you know, Kamiko, Starlight. Everybody Maeve. loves Homelander, even though he, he evil. I don't man. think there's a bad character in this show. No, there's no bad character. That's the that's how you make a fucking. I think at this point, any project, any sort of project, you need to have characters people love. Because people are now invested in that rather than just the violence or whatever. Right. So I think that's what it is. Um, who do you think is gonna be the first boy to die? I'm going to do a hot take and say Huey. <sighs> I can definitely see that, but I'm dis- I'm going to disagree only because of my theory that I know is 100% yeah, yeah, right. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's why I disagree, but I could totally see that for sure. I could yeah. totally, totally see that. Um, I, I say I think Kamiko is going to die first out of the boys. No, okay. Starlight is gonna die first. Starlight, yes. Out of the boys, Starlight. Uh, all right, what makes you say that? I don't know. No reason. <laughs> just guess. I mean, I just, I just think um, that's gonna give Huey some motivation, and I think that's what's gonna unlock. To be honest, oh, here we go. I'm morphing the theory now again. It's not gonna be Huey trying to save Starlight. It's gonna be Huey getting attached to Starlight. Homelander possibly killing Starlight, and then Huey being so angry that he unleashes his powers. There it is, folks. There it fucking is. I figured out the end of the show. Imagine Huey fucking going Vegeta like fucking Goku. (laughs) 
I'm over 9,000. Like <laughs> fucking flames everywhere, and that's how he gets his powers. But all right, I got to end this shit because I have class in like 30 minutes, and I fucking totally forgot. Oh, um, This was a great episode. Literally just a Dead Boy season to review, which yeah. is hilarious. With some Kanye West rants thrown in there. Um, but to be honest, I didn't think I was going to talk about this show for this long. I thought we were going to talk about like other shit, like... Um, the NBA, like I brought up in the air. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We suppo- to yeah. I was, I wanted to talk about the, I wanted to like diversify the topics because I have to make clips out of this shit. Yeah. I mean, so, you kind of did. I did. I, yeah. I talked about other stuff. That's true. White women, Kanye West, Taylor Swift. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that was a wild rant. <laughs> that was wild. Those yeah. fifteen minutes in there. That was for the people who probably haven't seen the boys. If you haven't seen the boys, that's gonna, th- that's gonna be the thing that you're gonna want to <laughs> get to. That was the one thing that you enjoyed. Um. I mean, but if you listened, we just spoiled all of the boys. Yeah. I was going to be like, so make sure you watch the boys. But you already watched it. <laughs> yeah. You already I, got spoiled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I already got spoiled. I mean, fuck it. Even if you got spoiled, just watch it still. Um, Dion, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. This was a very fun episode. I'm definitely going to have you back to just in general. You know what I mean? Do you want, I mean, I want to have you in an episode to learn more about you because I don't know shit about you, bro. I, today I just learned you're half fucking Cherokee, <laughs> so that's the first time I've even heard about that. I need to get because I mean guys don't really get to know each other like that if you think about it. No, uh, we just say what's up. And yeah, you know, we just talk about whatever and yeah. we just be cool, right? Like you, you wouldn't really like, yo, bro, where you know how are you how are you doing, bro? How are you feeling? <laughs> like we don't do that shit. Yeah. But this was a great episode. We talked about the boys, one of my favorite shows right now for sure. Um, I'm gonna link all your shit on on the description of this episode. So make sure you guys follow him and all that shit. I don't even know how to end this episode. I mean, usually I try to get like segments and shit, but I mean, you know, because I don't want to be awkward about it. Like what I would do. Thank you guys for listening. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. How do we end it? Uh, what should we do? Eagles coming on Sunday. Go Eagles. I don't know. Fuck the Eagles. That's how I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it with this. Anybody who is excited for the Eagles should just. Stop. Stop, bro. Uh, let me, let me tell you. Even... Listen, let me tell oh, you. Look. Fuck the okay. Eagles. Here's why I say fuck the Eagles. The Eagles are not getting anywhere this season. I, I they agree, weren't getting man. anywhere last season. They weren't getting... Listen, the Eagles are going to go through another fucking 20-year drought. That's oh, my prediction. All right, all right, you're going too far. No. Bro, I can see it. I can see it. They're trying to replicate the magic that was that, see, what, 2017, 18? I don't remember. That was 2018. 2018 when they yeah. won the, the Super Bowl. Now, what, it's been two years and you guys want to go back again? It's, I mean, it's almost like they're greedy at this point. It yeah. was like, it was so, bro, the magic when the Eagles won. Think back on it, bro. That was beautiful, right? Bro. That it was, was my, gorgeous. That, that was my first year at Temple too. When, when really? People, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. really imagine. I mean, that was so like such a magical moment in Philadelphia history. It's not yeah. gonna happen for twenty years. I'm sorry to tell you, but it's like yeah. that's just the luck that the Eagles have, bro. No, no, they're not going anywhere. Well, how how do you see the Eagles winning in the next five? Well, Especially have- with the way they're playing now. Look. Like, anytime I see the Eagles, I'm like, I saw this one guy that was like, he predicted the Eagles were going to go 0-16 or some shit that was talking yeah. shit like a feel of, like Eagles podcast. Was like, they were going to go 0-16. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't under. It's just not but in the look, cards. right? People are injured. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Like, right. Their, their they're best keep guard, getting injured. Brandon Graham, got injured. Bro, I mean, not Brandon Graham, uh, Brandon Brooks. Yeah. He got injured. They're going to keep getting injured. The quarterback is looking like ass. Shoot, man. 
like ass. Like he he was. I mean, by the by the way, by the way, by the way, he wasn't even the quarterback that won the Super Bowl. No, it's Nick Foles. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> as good as he is, he didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So why the fuck are we expecting him to take y'all to the Super Bowl? It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. He didn't do it last year because he got injured. This year, he's probably going to get injured again. Hopefully not. But even if he doesn't, the best thing that can happen for him is get injured. Can I, you know why? Because if he doesn't get injured and doesn't take out to the Super Bowl, it's like, okay, what the fuck did we see in this guy? He was winning regular season games. Then he got injured. And then Nick Foles took over and won us. And then we haven't ba- been back since. Yeah. yeah, I just don't think he has it. Yeah. Ertz. None of nobody. It's done. I mean, I'm sorry. You're, the superstars that we have on this team were not the reason we won the fucking Super Bowl. So I don't know why the fuck you're expecting them to be the reason we win another one. It's my point, and that's how I'm gonna end this fucking episode right there. I'm sorry, Dion. I just had to go <laughs> off. I've been seeing all these people like root for the Eagles. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, why? You're. It's not gonna happen. Be grateful that we. Like, even I'm like, I'm not even that big of an Eagles fan. I'm like. Obviously, I'm from Philadelphia, right? I'm like, I got that pride. It's like we fucking won 2018 against the Patriots. That's crazy. That was like the greatest time. <laughs> it's such a crazy thing to think about. Let's yeah. grab onto that like memory and keep it with us for the next 20 years. Because yeah. now we're not we're not having that memory again. All right, I just had to go that little round. <laughs> All right, and impressive, Dak Prescott, even though I'm not a Cowboys fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, that was messing up. Especially now during like negotiations, it's like it's rough. Fuck Jerry um, Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's ended in that. <laughs> Fuck Jerry Jones. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I'll catch you guys next week for episode 93 or 94. I don't know which one it is. Bye.